Up front, VE Day. 75 years have now passed since the surrender of Nazi Germany and the end of the Second World War in Europe. Adolf Hitler murdered 6 million Jews, and the war, just in Europe alone, claimed 20 million lives. That was double the number of European deaths from World War I. Here with us to provide some insights is Mr. Dean Reuter. He's a fellow at the National Security Institute at George Mason University's Antonin Scalia Law School. Also, General Counsel of the Federalist Society for Law and Public Policy and co-author of the book Hidden Nazi, The Untold Story of America's Deal with the Devil. Dean, thank you for being with us. Uh, we'll talk about your book in a few minutes, but 75 years have now passed since VE Day. So what lasting lessons have we learned from that devastating conflict? Well, for me, the biggest lesson is that uh, the Americans, along with the Western allies, can accomplish anything, uh, which seems like a a poignant and, and relevant message in today's era where we're battling uh, yet another worldwide enemy, the coronavirus. Uh, this one not man-made, uh, we think, at this point. Uh, but there are lots of similarities and contrasts. But I would say the big lesson is that, you know, good triumphs over evil. And, you know, not many World War II veterans are still with us now. So why is it important for us to honor them, those who fought, those who died? And what do you want young people to know about it? Well, I, I do think there's some truth in the notion that history repeats itself, especially if we don't learn from it. And it's appalling. You know, we recently had the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz. It, it's appalling how people 40 years or younger don't know uh, what the Holocaust was, by and large, and they certainly don't know what uh, Auschwitz is. And th that's tragic uh, for the loss itself, but also for the for the notion that you know bad could arrive, uh, arise again, evil could arise again, and we need to be perfectly informed about what man is capable of doing to fellow man, not just on a one-on-one -on -one basis, but on an institutional, government-wide basis. And I know a lot of young people aren't even aware of who fought against whom in in World War II. Uh, Germany, Japan, when was that? Uh, but anyway, your book about the hidden Nazi, General Hans Kammler, who was he? Why did the United States protect him after the war? You know, th this great question why they protected him. He was the most powerful Nazi, as we say in the book, that you've never heard of. He was integral to the Holocaust, meaning the Holocaust could not have happened without him. He was an architect and an engineer. He helped identify Auschwitz as the main killing camp, identified other sites for camps, then built them out, designed the gas chambers, installed the gas chambers and the ovens, literally made the Holocaust possible. From there, though, he went on to rule all of Germany's secret weapons. And as we knew Germany was going to lose the war in the final year, uh, we wanted those secret weapons. The Western Allies did, the Americans did, including the vengeance weapons, the V1 and V2 rockets. And indeed, we got the rocket team uh, that, that made the supersonic V2 rocket, helped put us on the moon, helped us win the Cold War with the ICBM. But everybody assumes we just sort of stumbled upon the rocket team through good fortune, found them in Germany. But uh, as we prove in The Hidden Nazi, Hans Kammler is the general who delivered the rocket team to the United States and changed the course of history. And, of course, many people are horrified by that to think that uh, the United States protected such an evil man. So is there a dilemma here? Do, do we always uh, have to make these choices between uh, the lesser of two evils, maybe? 
Well, Gary, there's certainly a dilemma. We talk about it at length in the book. Uh, the conclusion I can only come to is that I, it's hard for me to second guess the decisions made on the ground as the war was winding down. Everybody knew uh, what the Nazis had been up to, maybe not the extent of it, but they knew they were evil incarnate. Yet everyone knew that the Soviet Union was going to be the next threat, a godless existential threat to the United States. Their way of life was incompatible with that of the United States. So we began to recruit Nazis as intelligence assets, but also as technicians and experts, uh, not just to get them for ourselves, but to keep them out of the hands of the Soviets. Um, so there's absolutely a moral question there. The answers uh, don't come easy, uh, but we pose a lot of those questions in the book, The Hidden Nazi. And of course, following victory in Europe, we saw the rise of the Cold War, as you mentioned, and finally in 1989, the fall of the Berlin Wall and the Soviet Union, eventually the fall of communism in Eastern Europe. So right now, like the United States, we know that Europe is battling this unseen enemy, COVID-19, that you mentioned. But how likely are we to see another great war in Europe? What do you think will happen in the years ahead? Boy, I hope not. Um, you know, the, the, the leap from World War I to World War II in terms of munitions and killing capacity uh, was enormous. And the technology, the killing capacity uh, from World War II to the present is a greater leap still. So our ability to inflict harm uh, and devastation on one another, not just on soldiers, but also on civilian populations, it has just been dramatically increased. And so that means the stakes are enormously high. Uh, so I, I don't think it's likely, but having said that, World War I was thought to be the last great war uh, of world history. And a, a mere 20 years later, uh, they're all at it again. So. And we still have many enemies out there, don't we? We do. There are a lot of governments that, I mean, America, God bless America, it's a freedom-loving, liberty-loving country. Uh, there are a lot of dictators left, a lot of tyrannical governments, a lot of fascist, socialist-based governments, uh, and uh, they're not compatible with our way of, of life. Not to mention some Islamic ones that chant death to America. Well, Dean Reuter of the Federalist Society and George Mason University and author of the book Hidden Nazi, The Untold Story of America's Deal with the Devil. Sounds like an excellent book. Thank you for that and thank you for your insights today. Great to be with you, Gary. Thanks for having me on.